This is your boy Brandon Lewis here from Brandon's World coming to you live on this Wednesday, April 1st, 2020. Happy April Fool's Day, ladies and gentlemen. I hope all of you guys are being safe, doing well, listening to our local politicians, washing your hands, doing all that. I just want to say, first of all, I hope that we get back to our normal lives soon. I hope that all of you guys are staying healthy. Also, I want to say that yesterday we could not do a podcast because of technical difficulties, but I do really quick before we jump into these bold NFL predictions, and I talk about my Philadelphia Eagles, of course, when we get to the NFC East, that I do want to give you guys an update on the podcasting schedule. So this podcast that you're listening to obviously came out today. Tomorrow we're going to be booking night one of WrestleMania 36. Now, I do not know which matches are taking place on one night. I'm going to be doing a booking show. We will book both WrestleMania 36 night one on Thursday, and we will book night two on Friday. Those will be the podcasts we will be taking off Saturday and Sunday so everybody can enjoy their weekend and enjoy WrestleMania. We will be back Monday with a WrestleMania recap. And then we will go from there, depending on the news that breaks in the NBA, MLB, you know, WWE, whatever. Uh, of course, here in the NFL, we know that there will be a playoff expansion this year. There will now be 14 teams, or about 45% of NFL teams making it. Now, I have talked about this on my show a lot. And I have said that no matter what sport it is, the NHL, the MLB, the NBA, the NFL... I am not in favor of a playoff expansion. And why? Because it eliminates drama at the end of the regular season. And now you are more than likely going to get a team that does not deserve to be in the playoffs in the playoffs every year in the NFL. Yeah, but Brandon, oh my God, it's more football. I don't care about more football. Okay, a lot of times less is more. We don't need more quantity of football. We need less games and better production on the field. And I don't want to see like the Chiefs and the Steelers last year with Mason Rudolph and had the Chiefs would have killed them. I'm sorry they would have. Pittsburgh didn't deserve the playoffs last year. They were a nice story. And this is the issue in sports. You know, we have a lot of nice stories. But we never, you know, all, all you guys want to root against the dynasties. You want to root against New England every year. Without New England, we don't really have a lot of stories for the last 10, 12 years. Now, this year, we do have a lot of stories. Of course, with the Chiefs and the Ravens and the Bucks. now, obviously. New Orleans still in there. You know, my Eagles, Seattle, the Rams. Arizona, Houston, I think is going to fall off the map. Spoiler alert there. But we have a ton of stories. And why? Because slowly the NFL has gotten better. Of course, we're nearing the draft. But we're still missing now that evil empire. New England. Again, you guys all, all, all want to root for the underdog all the time. The underdog is boring. That's why they're the underdog. I want to say that Tennessee Titans and it's a miracle run. Then, yeah, you root for them. But if it's just uh, they're an underdog and I just want to see a dynasty lose, 
No, thank you. Sorry, I'm not into that. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into the bold predictions for the 2020 NFL season. As of right now, again, I'm not sticking to these. These are way too early that I'm going out on a limb for because I'm bored on a Wednesday. Let's start with the AFC East. I predict the New England Patriots, and I've said this a lot of times on the podcast the last couple of weeks, they will finish last. That's right, dead last in the AFC East. Look, I don't think Jared Stidham is the intro quarterback. I think New England has lost a lot of pieces on defense when it comes to Kyle Van Noy, Jamie Collins. Obviously, they, they watched Tom Brady. They watched Danny Shelton. Uh, they watched a couple other linemen as well. I don't think they're going to be as good. I think Miami is getting better. They are well coached. I think Fitzmagic next year could take over as their starting quarterback and they could win 7-8 games. I think Miami's well coached are getting better. They had a Kyle Van Noy, Byron Jones, Jordan Howard, Kamaje Gruber Hill. They had a lot of talent on the defense side of the ball. Look, Devontae Parker's a really good wide receiver. They need to add a running back and they need to fix their lines. But Miami is an up-and-coming team. I think the Jets have fixed their offensive line. They're obviously going to need a replacement for Robbie Anderson, but I think the Jets can be somewhere with that 7-8 wins next year, fighting for that last wildcard spot. And then I do think the Buffalo will win the AFC East next year. I just think the addition of Stephon Diggs is really good for Josh Allen, who has the proper coaching Browns fans. You know, with, with Sean McDermott and a good offensive line and good weapons, I think the Bills are by far the best team in the AFC East. But again, my bold prediction is New England is the worst team in that division next year. In the AFC West, I believe both the Vegas Raiders and the Denver Broncos will make the playoffs. I think Denver might be the most improved team this year if Drew Locke is indeed their franchise quarterback. They had a lot of talent on the defense side of the ball. They just got A.J. Boye to replace Chris Harris, who's a younger Chris Harris. They still got Mon Miller. They still got Bradley Chubb. They have Cortland Sun. They have Vic Vangio, who is a grown-up in the room. I don't want him as a head coach, but at least he's a grown-up in the room. And Denver won seven games last year with arguably a trash roster. I think Denver gets better this year with the second year under Vic Vangio, and I think that they will make the playoff. And I think, you know, for Vegas, they're in a new stadium. They're going to be excited. They're a young team. I think Derek Hart takes the next step next year. I think Oakland overachieved a little bit last year, but I think they're ready now to take that next step, and I think Vegas, excuse me, will make the playoffs. So I think that that, you know, I think the 5, 6, or 7 seed will be both Vegas and Denver. And then for the AFC North, the other wildcard team, I think will be Pittsburgh. Which means, no, I do not think the Browns will make the playoffs. Now, that's not a knock on Kevin Stefanski. It's not a knock on Baker Mayfield. It's not a knock on Andrew Barry. It's not a knock on the Browns. I do believe the Browns will be better this year. But if you're going to tell me if we're going to have a shortened training camp due to this coronavirus pandemic, I'm going to take veteran, experienced coaches like Mike Tomlin. We've seen him do less, with, or we've seen him do more with less, excuse me, last year than arguably any other coach besides Doug Peterson in the National Football League, I'm going to take that over a first-year head coach in Kevin Savansky. The Browns and Steelers, to me, are running that level. The Browns may have a little bit more talent, actually, than Pittsburgh. But I think Pittsburgh comes out with Big Ben. I think Juju Smith-Schuster has a bounce-back year. I think that defense gets better and better. 
And I think the Steelers, man, I think people are, are overlooking them a little bit. I think Pittsburgh will not win the division because I still think Baltimore is the favorite in the AFC North. But I do think that the Steelers will make the playoffs in the AFC North. That's my bold prediction for that division. In the AFC South, I have Houston finishing third in the division. Look, it's clear to me Deshaun Watson is not able with Bill O'Brien or trading away DeAndre Hopkins for a broken down running back in David Johnson. There was a hell of a trade for Arizona, a great steal for Arizona, but to me it just seems like Houston's falling apart. They can never get out of the divisional round. They beat a bad team in the wild card round, which is again another reason why I'm not in favor of this playoff expansion. Yes, Buffalo won what, 11-12 games last year, but they won a lot of defensive close games. Their offense really couldn't move the ball because they didn't have a go-to guy like they do now in Stephon Diggs. Houston should have won that game easily. Houston was up 24-0 against Kansas City and choked. I've always liked Houston. I've always liked their roster. I like Deshaun Watson, but I can't defend Bill O'Brien, the GM, or Bill O'Brien, the coach. I think the coach with Philip Rivers will be better. Do I think they're a playoff team? No. Do I think Philip Rivers is an upgrade over Jacoby Brissett? I actually don't. I think they're they're in that same tier. I actually think the Colts should have just played nobody and went 0-16 and tanked for Trevor Lawrence. Then they could be a dynasty with how great that offensive line is and how great of a coach Frank Reich is. But I do think that Houston is by far the third worst team. I'm putting Jacksonville in fourth. I don't have any stock in Jacksonville. Though I do like Gardner Minshew a little bit. I have no idea what they're doing. It seems that they're doing a complete teardown down there in Jacksonville, so I'm not even including them. I think the Colts will be better than Houston. I think Tennessee is by far the best team in that division. Do I think Tennessee overpaid Ryan Tannehill? Absolutely. There's no way he should have gotten that much money. But for this year in 2020, the Titans should be the favorite to win the AFC South. And Houston, in my opinion, will finish third. And who knows? They may end up trading Deshaun Watson. I think Deshaun Watson is a franchise quarterback. I think Deshaun Watson is a top quarterback in the National Football League. But the problem is, Houston's going nowhere because Bill O'Brien, the GM, has really anti himself. They they don't have the pieces around Deshaun Watson to make a good run. I mean, they add DeAndre Hopkins. They don't really have the greatest defense. They have an okay defensive line with an aging J.J. Watt. They're just an old team. They're, they're like one of those average, above-average teams that can win a playoff game, but they're not going nowhere. And I think you're starting to see the teardown of the Texans. Now, when it comes to the NFC East, ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately for me and my Eagles, my bold prediction is that the Dallas Cowboys will be the NFC East champions in 2020. Look, I said it the other day on the podcast, there has not been a uh, repeat NFC East champion since the Eagles did it in 03-04. I think that, you know, now I said this earlier about the AFC North, I would take Mike Tomlin over Kevin Stefanski. The difference here is, is Mike McCarthy is been a head coach before, excuse me, he has been a head coach before. Doug Peterson has experience with the Eagles, and I think first-year head coaches will be at a disadvantage. But the fact that Mike McCarthy has been a head coach before gives him some leadway. I think Dak Prescott will be motivated. We talked about this on the podcast on Monday, how I don't think Dallas should pay Dak Prescott a four-year, however, million, under 30 However much million dollars Dak Prescott wants to make, I don't think he should be paid that much. But I do think that Dallas 
will be better because I, I think the Eagles are going to go for a little bit of a youth movement. I think it's going to be a little bit of an experiment the first month of the season. I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles start the year 2-2, two and two, but maybe finish 8-8, eight 9-7. Eight, I think Dallas finishes 10-6. and six. The Eagles have a really hard schedule, a lot harder than Dallas. In my opinion, it may be the hardest in the NFL. The Eagles, they are trying to get a little bit younger on defense, as we saw with the release of Malcolm Jenkins. I really do like the addition of Darius Slay. I like the fact that Jalen Mills will be playing safety because Mills played safety in college. I think he'll be used a lot better in that role. I think Avante Maddox is a lot better as an outside corner than a slot corner. I like the addition of Nicole Roby-Coleman in the slot. I think that the Eagles' defense will be a lot better. However, I think it's just going to be a learning curve, and I think that the Eagles are a little bit older. I think Dallas will be more motivated because they did miss the playoffs last year. They have a new head coach. Not saying that Doug Peterson isn't a great head coach, but sometimes when you have a new head coach, that just gives you a little bit more motivation to play for that guy. And I've already said, I think the Giants and Redskins win a few more games than they did last year. I still don't think that this is a four-horse race in the NFC East. I think it's a two-horse race between Dallas and Philadelphia, but I think Dallas does get a one-game edge, unfortunately for me. And, uh, yeah, but obviously I hope not. Obviously I hope the Eagles go 19-0 and become the best team of all time. But I'm being realistic. I am a realistic fan. And I believe that the Cowboys next year bounce back and win the NFC East. Now, the NFC West, I can't really decide because I think it's the toughest division in football. I think San Francisco is obviously still there. As much as I think Kyle Shanahan is a little bit overrated as a coach, as much as I don't really like Jimmy Garoppolo, a quarterback, I think the Niners are still a very good football team. I think Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll can carry Seattle for years, no matter the moving parts. I think Seattle is right there, no matter if they have Kwani or not. I think Arizona, we already talked about the Kyler Murray-DeAndre Hopkins connection. I think Cliff Kingsbury is slowly growing into the NFL. I think Arizona will be better next year. And then the Rams. Look, I know the Rams lost a lot of pieces. We already talked about Nicole Roby Coleman. How about Clay Matthews? How about Corey Littleton? I know they're trying to get rid of Brandon Cooks. They obviously cut Todd Gurley. I know the Rams have lost a lot of pieces. But I also do believe that Sean McVay is a really good coach. I'm not saying he's top free coach in the NFL like some people think. I think Doug Peterson's a better coach than Sean McVay. And I think other coaches are better coaches than Sean McVay. But I do think the Rams are a good team. I think they're well coached. I think they'll compete. I think Jared Goff is a franchise quarterback too. I think he's worth the money he got paid. No. But I do think that Jared Goff is a franchise quarterback. And we've already talked about the overpaying quarterbacks issues on this podcast so many times before. And again, I don't get why fans root for their guys to get paid. I want my guys to get paid one penny. That way you can have a stacked team. But that's just me. I don't know. Uh, but I do think that the NFC West from top to bottom, along with the NFC South, I think those two divisions are really good. I think the AFC North is a really good division. Uh, but I think from top to bottom, the NFC West is the toughest division in football. I'm going to go ahead and say the Niners repeat. I think Seattle may get a wild card. I think Arizona and the Rams will not make the playoffs, but they're going to finish somewhere between that 8-8 range. And there's a possibility that all of these teams in the NFC West will be at least 500 in 2020. That's why it's the toughest division. In the NFC North, I think Minnesota takes a step back. I think Chicago takes a step back. I think Detroit takes a step back. And I think Green Bay dominates. Look, everybody was saying last year that Green Bay was the most overrated 13-3 team of all time. And I'm the only person that actually disagrees with it. There's a reason why I picked them last year to go 13-3 and make the NFC Championship game. 
which I was right about. Uh, I thought that they would lose the Falcons the NFC Championship game instead of the Niners, but I picked Green Bay to go to the NFC Championship game last year. Why? Because I, I like Matt before. I like Aaron Jones. I like Aaron Rodgers. I like the upgrade they made in offensive line. I like Devontae Adams. I like their defense. I think Mike Penn's a really good defensive coordinator, and I like the way that Green Bay is just set up. And I don't love Minnesota. I don't I don't like Kirk Cousins. I think Aaron Rodgers rebounded last year with Matt LaFleur. I think he was just sick and tired of Mike McCarthy. And I think that Kirk Cousins kind of overachieved a little bit last year with the Vikings. I think the Vikings are a little bit older on defense. I can see they're trying to get younger. They got rid of Sandejo, who's now a Brown. Of course, they got rid of Xavier Rhodes, who's now a Cole. The Vikings' defensive line is still good. But, of course, they got rid of Stephon Diggs. They don't have the greatest offensive line. They are well coached. And, again, I think that they could win somewhere between 7 and 10 games. But I just, I've, I've never liked the Vikings. I think they've always been an overrated football team. And I just don't see them as Super Bowl contenders. I see them as playoff contenders. But I think Green Bay is far and away the best team in that division. Sorry, Quinn Griffin from Victory Formation on BucksRollRadio.com. In the end, and then, you know, sticking with the NFC North, I apologize. Uh, you got the Chicago Bears. And as I've been saying on my show all along, Mitchell Nobisky. I think Mitch Trubisky might be the worst quarterback in football. That guy overthrows everything. He'll, he'll underthrow stuff. He will overthrow stuff. He's not accurate. Nick Foles may be in there by weekend. And Nick Foles is only successful in Philadelphia. Um, I think Chicago's a mess. I think they have a really good defense. I think they'll have to win every game 10-6. to I don't know how their offense is going to be able to move the ball. I get it. Matt Nagy's a great, smart play caller. They have a lot of people from Kansas City and Philadelphia on that roster. But in my opinion, man, the Bears ain't going anywhere unless they draft a quarterback. Mitchell Trubisky is not the franchise quarterback. The 2018 year he had was his ceiling, in my opinion. He's not going to get better. As a matter of fact, I think he's going to be worse. I think by 2021, Chicago will be looking for a quarterback because Nick Bowles ain't the answer either. Uh, and then Detroit. I think Detroit is terrible. I don't. I don't like Matt Patricia. I don't like the direction they're going. I know they signed a lot of people from New England, uh, but I just, I just don't. I, I don't like Detroit. I, I think they're one of the worst teams in the league. Uh, I like Matthew Stafford. I like Trey Flowers, and that's about it. You know, maybe Marvin Jones, Kenny Galladay. Some of the receivers are okay, but. Uh, the Lions and me are just not a very good football team. They're not fun to watch, and they're terribly coached with Matt Patricia. So, there you go with that on Detroit. But again, my bold prediction there is that the Packers will dominate that division. In the NFC South, finally, my bold prediction is that the Saints will take a step back. I talked about this when I was talking about Brady and Belichick about a week ago on the podcast. Uh, I believe that the Bucks and the Falcons will be competing in that NFC South. Look, Atlanta went from 1-8 last year. They finished 7-9. I've always liked Dan Quinn. Now they had a Todd Gurley. They had 10 first-round picks on that offense, which doesn't always lead to success. Of course, they're former first-round picks. But uh, I do believe that Matt Ryan has a better year, and I think Atlanta is an above-average football team. I like their defense. I like their offense. I don't think they're, they're as good as Tampa, but I think they're right there. I think Carolina with Teddy Bridgewater will win somewhere between five and seven games, but I don't think they're a playoff team yet. And then, as I've been predicting for the last couple of years, look, I know the Saints added Emmanuel Sanders. I know this is like Drew Brees' final run. I know they added Malcolm Jenkins, my former Philadelphia Eagle that I loved. I know the Saints want to make one more run at the Super Bowl, but for the last couple of years, I've been predicting that the Saints will take a major step back, and one of these years, I'm, I'm going to get it right, so I'm going to predict it's going to be this year. 
Look, Drew Brees looked old. That was a shocking performance against the Saints team that I thought could have went all the way last year, and they flat out fell in their faces to the Vikings. I think that the Saints, you know, I like Emmanuel Sanders. I think he's another good option. But I think if you double team Michael Thomas, I don't think Sanders can get open as much as he used to. I think that offense is still very limited. We saw Alvin Kamara last year without Mark Ingram really struggle. I think the Saints are kind of on the, on the downswing here. I think this is their last shot. And I think with Tom Brady coming into that division, with the up-and-coming Buccaneers, obviously, we talked about all their weapons the other day with Chris Godwin and Mike Evans and the two tight ends. Cameron Bright and O.J. Howard, and then you add in Carolina, Teddy Bridgewater, Matt Rule. Nobody knows what to expect. So I think that the Saints will take a step back in the NFC South. So let me recap for you here what my bold predictions were. In the AFCs, New England will finish last. In the AFC West, both the Vegas Raiders and the Denver Nuggets will make the playoffs. The Denver Nuggets. I really just say that. The Denver Broncos. I apologize. In the AFC North, the Steelers will make the playoffs. In the AFC South, the Texans will finish third. In the NFC East, the Cowboys will beat the Eagles and win the division. In the NFC West, that will be the toughest division. The NFC North will be dominated by the Packers, and the Saints will take a step back in the NFC South. Those are my eight bold early predictions, one for each division of the 2020 NFL season. Again, we'll be talking more NFL when the schedule gets released and whatever other news breaks out. I know the problems to sign Adrian Claiborne, so that's a good signing for them. I really do like that signing. Uh, but at the end of the day, guys, yeah, we are trying to just create podcast content. I know you guys have been seeing a lot of NFL and especially a lot of wrestling stuff lately coming out because WrestleMania is right around the corner. And tomorrow we're going to be bringing down night one on the WrestleMania card. And I can't wait to see you guys there. So guys, make sure you guys stay safe. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at Real underscore B World. Make sure you check out my articles on MuckStrollRadio.com. And I will see you guys tomorrow. This is Brandon Lewis from Brandon's World. Signing off. Peace.